From one islander to another, Isle of Wight Radio proudly presents John Hannam Meets. For today's Hannam Archive, I'm going back to 2006, when I went to Eastbourne to interview the stage, TV and movie actor, the wonderful Susanna York. John Hannam Meets, from the Archive. Nice to see you, Susanna. Thank you, and you. The exciting thing is we're actually in Eastbourne at the moment, and you're currently on a national tour of the Shell Seekers. Marvellous play, isn't it? Well, I'm glad you enjoy it. Yes, I I think um, people do really seem to enjoy it. It was a very popular novel, of course, and... uh, we're incredibly lucky because it's just a lovely company. It's such a nice company. And I think very, very well cast. And Terence Brady has done a really good job of this of the book, making it into a play. It is very nice playing to really good houses, full houses, and which we've been lucky enough to do so far. Touch wood. Whoops. <laughs> but also, you know, just the feeling that people really are enjoying it. Mm. The success in the last 18 months, I suppose, Nigel Havers, uh, obviously, in Rebecca, was a famous play, uh, and people flocked to see that. They seem to like plays they know, Susanna, don't they? This is why they're coming to see your show. Yes, probably. I I expect that's right. Right. This is the career you wanted, really, isn't it? You didn't want to do anything else, did you really? Um, Oh, I think there was a time when I was going to be the first person on the moon or something, (laughs) and then also I was going to be a missionary once in South Africa. (laughs) No, this is the career. I think when I was about six years old, apparently, I swung my legs over a chair and said I was going to be a terrific actress or something. Um, But certainly I remember when I was nine, when I got my first laugh as an ugly sister in a Cinderella at school, (laughs) and that just was heaven. You used to write plays at school, didn't you? I did. I did. I used to write uh, plays at home and at school with my, for my cousins and my family. And uh, very short little ones, you know, they'd be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Uh, if I was, as I grew up a little bit, they became half an hour or so, but they were short. And um, I did persuade all my relations and everybody else to take part in them. And I always managed to pinch the best bit too, <laughs> best part. But um, all my games were let's pretend, let's be so-and-so kind of games from young as I can remember. You were quite remarkable. You did Rada, then I think possibly a couple of weeks in Worthing, then you were in Tunes of Glory. Yes, I was very lucky. Perhaps it was just because I am half Scots. Um, I was brought up in Scotland. It was a Scottish story. I had a wonderful agent who thought I was the bee's knees. (laughs) Why not? um, (laughs) And um, and then I, I... So I did do a film test with Alec Guinness, which was amazing. And um, they chose me, so... Kind of what a great start, wasn't it? Well, it was. I, I, I really hadn't been very interested in films or doing films. I never thought about them till, um, until that happened. It was, it was quite a surprise for me, because I'd always thought of myself as tearing a passion to tatters on, uh, on stage. Um, and um, then that happened. And for quite a long while, every time a film happened, I kind of thought that wasn't proper acting. But, of course, actually, did I learn, you know, that uh, 
film acting is every bit as hard as Telling me. stage. <laughs> I think uh, a lot of us, um, particularly uh, younger guys at the time, sort of um, really got, well, fell in love with you for the Green Gage Summer. That was a great movie, wasn't it? Yes, it was a lovely movie. It was a lovely story. I was so lucky with that wonderful part. Joss, 16-year-old who falls in love with a... Well, it's her first fall in love with... Uh, she's six, just 16 and out of school and um, with an older man, Kenneth Moore. Mm. <laughs> and, um, uh, I mean, the nice thing is that she, was, she wasn't a kind of sweet young thing, Joss. She was uh, quite a lot more interesting. And, 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 you know, when you're blonde and blue-eyed, you do tend to get cast as sweet young things when you're in this business. And she was quite a bit more than that. Um, so it was a lovely part. And lovely story. Oh, yes. Mm. Wonderful. Tom Jones was, um, well, it's still a great film today. It was sort of innovative of the time, wasn't it? It still is, yes. really, because... It's actually, I think, timeless, dateless mm. Tom Jones. Um, they, the, the camera techniques, of course, being a period uh, film and done in colour and with those wonderful costumes and sets, um, it, it doesn't date like so, so many films would do. And, of course, a timeless novel. You know, John Osborne on, you know, Henry Fielding novel. And, and the, the techniques didn't date. The acting didn't date, I don't think. I, I think it's, um, it just continues. It was a great story, great bawdy sort of comedy, yeah. wasn't it? Really? Yes, it was. And, uh, great fun. It yeah. sort of it set a trend, didn't it? It was, it was sort of a lot of other films followed in its wake yes. to some extent, I think. Yeah. And Albert Finney, well, was Albert Finney, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was. <laughs> was he great fun to work with? I yeah, he was. he's lovely. Albert's a lovely guy. Really lovely. I know you liked a movie called Images, didn't you? Yes, I loved working with Robert Altman. All actors love working with Robert Altman. Um, he's probably the most loved and loved director I've ever worked with, certainly. Um, because he just always finds things in you and is so open and generous to any suggestion and wants you to find for yourself and encourages you. Um, he... I've just seen uh, a play that he's um, been directing. He's directing um, Resurrection Blues with Maximilian Schell. I had a night off and managed to catch that. And Bob was there, so it was lovely catching up with him again. Um, and James Fox, of course, is in it. Uh, and it's it's um, Arthur Miller's last play. Mm. And uh, that's at the Old Vic now. And I thought um, that the play is perhaps, you know... It's quite unusual, quite strange, and not particularly Arthur Miller, but it looks absolutely wonderful. Maximilian Shell is brilliant, mm. um, and it's, it was very enjoyable and lovely to see Bob again. Images, you, you won a, an award in Cannes, didn't you? For that? I did, yes, yeah. I did. I won the Best Actress Award, yes, the Golden, what's it called? The Palm Door. Yes. yes I know nice. you go back now as sometimes to serve on the jury. Um, in judging other movies, don't you? How has Khan changed over your sort of lifetime when you went as an early as a star um, in the early days? Well, it's just got much more so, mm. and it's got much more business orientated and much more to, geared to the market. Um, but it's always there's always an excitement about the Cannes Festival. Um, I suppose it's partly to do with it's by the sea, the sun. There are so many films um, to see, and and a lot of people you know and recognise. A bit. A, a bit frenetic, um, but just you do see some very good films there, and um, oh, it's good fun to go to. Mm. 
Freud with Montgomery Clift. That was a highlight, I'm sure, wasn't it? Well, he's a wonderful actor and, and wonderful to work with. It's quite a difficult shoot, that, actually, quite a long, difficult shoot, because uh, Monty wasn't very well at the time of shooting, and um, I think he was quite a difficult director to was work he? with. Mm. Mm. Does that make it hard And for the you? subject, you know, Freud and psychoanalysis, yes. and I was so... Right, I was so young and I knew, didn't have the first clue what psychoanalysis was about. So it was quite a hard one, that. Looking back, um, Susanna, Elliot Gould you made movies with and William Holden, Elizabeth Taylor, Warren Beatty, um, Michael Caine. You've had some great stars to work with. Yes. Uh, Robert Shaw, Paul Schofield, Wendy Hiller, Jane Fonda... Um, Generally, they, they've all been great, I expect, have they? Well, I, you know, the extraordinary thing is, in my experience, really, all the people I really reckon as actors, I reckon as people. Mm, there's a kind of generosity of spirit that the good ones mm. have, mm. and it, it just comes through. And uh, one or two that I've worked with might not have been at such a good moment in their career or in my career, or something may have been off... But basically, still, they've been, they're, they're good people, I think. OK, let's meet the families. Oh, sorry, wrong show. I'm Les Dennis, but you're listening to John Hannah Meets. I ought to say we've got someone rather special in the dressing room as well, and I'd like to put him in my bag if I could. Oh, <laughs> Oscar. Yes, that's you. That's you. Yes, um, a little Westie, my little Westie Oscar, who is simply gorgeous. He's just over a year, and he comes to dressing rooms, he comes to rehearsals, he, he comes um, around most places. He? And you walk on the, well, beach on the head downs, or beach on head, the downs yes. or wherever I happen to be, yes, along the beach. We were in Clandidno and we used to go along the, along the, the shore and then up on the, um, up the mountain, the sort mm. of hills behind. You did a, a Jane Eyre, didn't you? With I the, did, yes. And a lot of people have called that the definitive version of Jane Eyre because uh, it got great reviews. People loved it, didn't they? Yes, I think um, yes, I think it did ring a bell with a, a lot of um, Bronte enthusiasm. And it's a film I'm very proud of. George actually. C. Scott. George C. Scott was Rochester, and um, it was a part I loved playing. And I think people didn't obviously think of me at the time for Jane Eyre, and um, so I was very pleased when. They reacted well to the film. Did his, did his character scare you at times, really? Um, <laughs> or not? Uh, you mean George C. Scott's own or Rochester? Yeah, well, him as he, Rochester, he, yeah. Not, not scare me. I had a healthy respect for him. No, he, he didn't scare me, really. But he has got a kind of quality of danger, yes. George C. Scott. <laughs> and his, both his character as a man and, and as a, an actor. Like that. A Man for All Seasons, which is, I think... Well, it was a great movie, wasn't it? But it's a great it, movie. And, uh, well, uh, based on a very, very, really, really good um, play by Robert Bolt. Mm. And, of course, Fred Zinnerman directing and wonderful actors in it. Well, Paul, Paul repeating his stage success, Paul Schofield. Robert Shaw as Henry, who I thought was just fabulous. Um, Wendy Hiller, one of my favourite. I did my first stage play in the West End with Wendy is wonderful. Corin Redgrave, oh, John Hurt, you name them, they mm. were in it. Lots of really terrific actors. Rather, rather the same kind of 
amazing roll call that was in Tom Jones. People mm. like Edith Evans and uh, Jack McGowan and... Uh, well, I think Wilfred Bramble was in that too, wasn't he? And Wilfred Bramble, yes, yeah. Wilfred Bramble. And, uh, oh yes, just so many people. The Battle of Britain too, that's another sort of epic yes. British movie really. Yes, I didn't have very long on that, it was about ten days. With Christopher Plummer mainly my work was, Kenneth Moore again and... Mm. They shoot horses, don't they? Which I know you won a BAFTA for, didn't you? I did, yes. Yeah, and you were... Yes, Oscar Oscar nominated. Yes, you were, which is wonderful. I've got a funny idea. They let you almost shape your character in that movie to some extent. Yes, I think that's that's right, yes, and and my dialogue too. That must have been a bit special for you then, was it? Um, Yes, it was. Yes, it wasn't a particularly happy experience because, you know, it's such a grim subject. It was about the marathon dancers marathon dancing in the 30s during the Depression. And the film, I thought, was quite wonderful. Sidney Pollock took it on, and he made an absolutely marvellous job of it. And, of course, Jane Fonda. A lot of really good actors in it. And old-fashioned ones. I think that's just come out on DVD too now. Um, There were people like Gig Young, Red Buttons, um, in in tiny parts, and all, you know, all bigger parts. And It was a a good movie, that. Were you thrilled to be in Superman? Well, I was delighted to be asked. It was yes. wonderful, and and of course very flattering, and and very, very and lovely to be uh, placed alongside Marlon Brando, who I got on well, very well with, and really liked, and very funny, lugubrious, funny, funny man. When he was around, he was magical, I guess. Was he had that sort of aura around him? Um, he? Yes, he did. Yes, you couldn't. Not notice him, I not suppose. Not notice him or not be aware of him in any way. No, he was very much a quiet guy, but it's a gorgeous sense of humour, but, you know, the presence was mm. immense. And sadly, the late Christopher Reeve, of course, as yes. well. So both of your, two of the big stars from that movie, have yes. sadly passed away, haven't they? Yes, very sad. What a brave fight, Christopher Reeve. It was fantastic, wasn't it? He's a, yes, and he's a wonderful guy, actually, mm. too. A really terrific guy. It's another example of... Uh, Someone who's just brave, marvellous, funny and generous. And, uh, oh, terrific. You're listening to Isle of Wight Radio. And don't miss John Hannah Mates, because you like it. Not a lot, but you like it. What I like about your career, Susanna, is that you've had a lot of sort of groundbreaking movies. The, the Killing of Sister George was another, wasn't it, really? It yes, was sort indeed of, it was. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, Beryl Reed, obviously, and Coral Brown. Yes, yes. They didn't always hit it off, did they? Or was that no, not no? Right? They didn't. <laughs> I was the jam and sandwich in between. But uh, I got on with both of them actually. But they weren't chalk and cheese from each other. Very funny though, about each other, to each other, <laughs> and with each other. <laughs> of course, Beryl Reed came from a sort of a, um, a vaudeville type of background, musical background, yes. didn't she? Really? Yes. And, <laughs> and, Coral, and Coral Brown was, was a... more grand and sort of bon dame. <laughs> uh, Could you sort of? When they didn't see you, could you sort of smile about it, really? Oh, oh, I grinned an awful lot. I spent a lot of my time laughing on that film. Mind you, the director, Robert Aldrich, also made us laugh. He was wonderful. Very big movie, wasn't it? Was, yes. One I just bought on DVD, which I've been trying to get for a while, was a film called Gold, which you filmed in South Africa with Roger Moore. That's right, yes. Happy memories of that one? Yes, very, yes. I really liked working with Roger. It was the second time I'd worked with him. I did a, a film called Lucky Touch with him. And uh, he was just a, a charming, really lovely guy. I had my two small children with me. They were just babies. Um, and, no, it was a very happy experience. 
when you're movie actors like you were particularly at that time you sort of went all over the world it must have been wonderful really locations or yes malaysia um uh, south africa kalahari um austria germany france uh, yes america of course Yes, yes, one did. Uh, and shoots were longer, I guess, than they are today. They were, that's right, yes. I mean, now I go around a lot, uh, around the world still a lot, but in a different way. I t- I've, um, cause I, I take my, my one-woman show yes. around with me, and I've just come back from Canada before I started this, and I'm um, going to do it at the Athens Festival in June, um, as soon as, you know, once we finish this, and... Um, well, I've been to Australia with it and played the Adelaide Festival and um, Hungary and Georgia <sighs> and America. I did quite a lot last year in America with it. So, you know, actors do travel. And I've been exceptionally lucky, really, both in my film and stage career. You've made over 60 international movies, haven't you, really? Have I? I yes, you have. I never can, so <laughs> I don't know. But I, no, I don't we've only touched a few today, but we've yeah. touched some of the biggies because mm. you, you've been in, as we've said, some, some remarkable movies, really. Hi, Jill Blaine's is Nick Frisbee here saying John Hannum is a puppet. Coming towards the end of an interview uh, with Susanna York, there is some good news because We'll Meet Again was a TV series I absolutely <laughs> loved and so did everyone because it was sort of yes, the top of the charts, them. wasn't yes. it? Um, just next month, there's a, a DVD coming out, I think, uh, right. which is something to look forward to, isn't it, really? <laughs> yes, <I hope laughs> Do you still get royalties on those? Or oh, not? I would. No, we never got royalties on those. No, oh, you don't? Alas, alas, no, you don't in England. If you're an American actor, you do, but you don't get anything like that in this country. You played a doctor in that, didn't you? I did, yes. <laughs> Kept everybody in suspense. I think everybody knew you were going to fall in love with that American, but it took a while, didn't it, Susanna? <laughs> didn't it? Yes, 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 it took a while. But I know, obviously, everyone knew you as a movie star, but when you get a really big hit TV series like that, that also is good for you, isn't it, really? Oh, yes, enormously. I've always loved all the aspects of my business, whether it's... Um, Obviously acting, and whether that was in theatre or film or television. I think I prefer film and theatre most. Um, I'm doing quite a lot of writing at the moment. I'm writing a couple of film scripts, which I'm really loving doing. I loved uh, directing on the Fringe, a few plays. I love that side of the business. I, I, I I think it's the cooperative venture of it all that I love so much in this business. Um, I just love that. And of course, if you do write a bit as well, which I am doing quite a lot of and I love, uh, that is generally necessarily quite solitary. And so the fun of working with fellow actors and being with actors and, and, and working on a cooperative venture is, you know, is enormous. Prince Regent, that was a nice memory for you, wasn't that it? That was nice, yes, very mm. nice, yes. And uh, must just not forget the two Ronnies because you appeared with them, uh-huh. didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did, and and, uh, and with Eric and uh, yes. Ernie. <laughs> oh yes, yes. When I I sort of forget a lot of the things I've done, and then suddenly somebody reminds me or comes <laughs> up, and it's, it brings back generally pretty happy memories. Sort of. Uh, Classical actresses like you, when you sort of you're suddenly confronted with Morecambe and Wise and the two Ronnies, it must be difficult to, to not to corpse. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, again, one of the most delicious things about acting is this thing about corpsing, which is very <laughs> hard for people to understand outside the business. But it is 
wonderful when it happens. Actually, I think if you remember when you were in French class at school or maths or something and something happened in the class <laughs> and you get the giggles, that, that delicious terror of being caught by your your teacher uh, was is very akin to being caught out on stage corpsing. It, it is hard and it's wonderful though. And you feel so like a child again when you corpse and you giggle. <laughs> And Ronnie Barker, obviously, sadly, departed quite yeah, recently. Yes. And he was an amazing talent, wasn't he, really? Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Was he Was he easy to work with, really? I found him heaven. They were both, mm. yeah, they were just heaven to me. We had such fun. Um, uh, yes, I was playing Lady Watsit or something, <laughs> Lady Mark. And, <laughs> and he was um, he was the butler. And then there was uh, the other, uh, Ronnie... Um, Corbett. Yes, Ronnie Corbett was playing... Um, <laughs> Um, the Lord, Mark. <laughs> yes. And then Ronnie was being this absolutely irrepressibly sexy butler. It was so funny. <laughs> and what about more? I was wise? rushing around. I was rushing. Uh, yeah, I was rushing around in my rabbit skin bikini. Oh, <laughs> were you? Yes, I was. I'm twining myself around posts or something. Uh, um, and more wise, yes, I, I played um, Cleopatra. Yes. To them, and they, oh, they were jolly good fun too. Just very good. Yeah. I was looking back on your your career just before you go. I know you want to take the dog out in a minute. There was a play you did called The Singular Life of Alfred Nobbs. Yeah. Albert Nobbs, yes. Yeah. The Singular Life of Albert you sort Nobbs. Of, you were in male. Uh, yes, yes. I was a woman who lived as a man. And it was based on a story by George Moore. And it was set in the 1800s when women couldn't get jobs. It was very hard for them to get well-paid jobs. And so she dressed and lived as a man, Albert and uh, really took on the persona completely in a hotel as the sort of main porter and became over 30, 40 years um, from a teenager. An amazing part for you. It was a wonderful part. Well, that, yeah, but you see, I mean, Peter Pan, one of the the best parts I've ever played is Peter Pan. I've had an extraordinary range of parts. And, of course, that's what I love and that's why I like. I, I always want to not repeat yourself. I suppose that's what I always wanted, not to repeat myself, always to be finding and exploring new characters, new people, new relationships in my work. Right, the Shell Seekers then, one final plug for you. I know you're enjoying it, aren't you? Audience is enjoying it. The audiences are enjoying it, I think, very much. And, um, well, they certainly seem to, and that's lovely. Do you Um, look forward going to work every night? I'm sure you do. Yes, I do, I do. I really enjoy it. It's a lovely, gentle play. It's it's. It, it's oddly funny. There's a lot of humour in it. It's really quite wry and quite funny. And I think very poignant, too. Um, it's excellently cast. The characters, it, it's a sort of... Um, I, I think a lot of people will know of it from the book. It was a bestseller book, The Shell Seekers. Um, and it's a story about family and about mm, sibling rivalries and the relationships between... Uh, the mother and and her family and uh, uh, her children and also about her this past story of hers in the wartime which mm. she reconjures and brings up and the um and so in a way it's set in sort of then and now it's mostly now but there are flashbacks to that war period in fact the music we'll meet again there's a line of that music that plays. Susanna, it's uh, been a great thrill to come and chat to you. and Lots Thank of you. luck with the tour. Thanks very much. It's great 
He's got a swell personality, he meets and greets the stars with such amenity, good enough to make you coming out of the street, John Hannah May. That's right. Today's Hannah Archive with Susanna York was recorded backstage in Eastbourne back in 2006. Sadly, the lovely Susanna passed away just five years later in 2011. Such a great miss to the world of acting. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye for now. Sweet man. Mm. Who was he again, dear? John. John. Yes. Yes, John. Just John. Hannam. Was it? Yes. 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 So. yes. What does he do? He talks to people like you and me, dear. Oh, I see. Mm.